Mrs. J, can you hear me? Yeah, not not overly loud. <laughs> hey, hold on one second. We're sort of trying something new. Okay. Okay, can you see me? What do you say? Do you see me, Mrs. J? I see you. Do you hear me? I can hear you. Good evening, Robert Shepard. Good evening, Gidon. How are you? Can you hear me? Yes, yes. I can hear you. I'm going to raise the volume a little bit because we're trying something a little bit new. So. All right, I have the sound as high as I can go, and I'm hoping that you can see me. Can you see me? Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm trying a new experiment. I'm teaching people who are in the room with me while you guys are on the screen behind my back. So I'm not really looking at you. So most of you turn your video cameras off all the time anyway, so it doesn't make much difference. But Okay. All right, I want to share with you tonight um, Parshas Bahar. Um, a fascinating insight from Rav Lapiansky, and it it's kind of follows a theme. I somehow I find myself falling into this theme over the course of this year of talking about makom, talking about the concept of makom over and over again. Harsh Bahar is fascinating in that we discuss essentially the, the mitzvahs of uh, Shemitah and Yovo, uh, and it's um, these two concepts of Shemitah and Yovo resonate throughout, talks a great deal about the concept of ge'ula um, um, and about returning things back to the place where they belong. So I want to discuss um, this idea of ge'ula. What does it mean that it's ge'ula? Ge'ula seems to be an interesting term to use when, when we're discussing the particular uh, expression of it in this expression. What are we discussing? We're talking about a person owns a field, he bought a field, and now he's being asked after seven years, 49 years, whatever it is, that Gula, that he should, it should be redeemed. Now, redemption usually means that somebody was oppressed, and then you freed them. If I take a field that I have and I give it to you, how's that Gula? That I lose, you gain. That's not, Gula is, I'm in jail. Now I break free. Now I'm not. Now I'm not. Now I'm not. Now that. So now I'm. I'm redeemed. Meaning, 
it's like an elevation. It's good. It's a win-win all around, basically on, on everyone's part. Somebody was oppressed. They 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 you took you removed the oppression, and now now they're in a good place. Where's the good place for the person who lost the field? That's number one. Just to understand the lashon, why lashonas of geula are appropriate over here. Secondly, we find another very strange phenomenon in this week's parsha, and that is. Um, it says, um, "Why does why does the why the why the um, why, why does it go back?" So it says, because the reason why you have to return uh, um, the reason why you have to return the field after for, or after forty nine years or in the fiftieth year, right? Because it says the haaretz the land cannot be sold. Forever, I mean, it can't be cut off from its original source. It's an interesting word, but tzmisus. Why? Why tzmisus? We'll try to discuss that also. There's no other place in the Torah where it uses this expression to say that something can't be done forever. Tzmisus has an has sort of a negative connotation. It means that something is tzamei. It's thirsty. It's, it's cut off from its source. It can't be sold. The tzmisus. It can't be sold forever. Why? You are gerim. And Toshav. Get, now, now, Ger and Toshav is essentially an oxymoron. Right? Now, either you're a Ger, which means you're a stranger, or you're a Toshav, which means you're a resident. Those two things have, uh, have opposite connotations. Now, you're going to ask me, ah, we find by the Abbas that it says by them that they were Gerim with Toshavim all the time. Uh, Rama Bina, for instance, when he goes to buy Maris Machpela, he says, Ger with Toshavim and So there, Chazal explained what the, what the Lashon Ger with Toshavim means in Imochem. One, one Lashon that Rashi brings down, Ger means ger means I can I can act like a ger. If you'll be generous and kind towards me, I'll be like a ger and I'll be grateful. I'll be thankful to you. Along the lines of I don't know if you heard Rabbi Schwartz's drasha last week when he spoke last week. He spoke about the idea of the makalo that he wasn't makiras makomo. He wasn't. He thought that he has a right to a place in machnedon, even though machnedon is the ma'asif v'chala machnos and it's the place where everybody comes to live. And they're 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 essentially happy to give somebody a space to live in, but yet when the makalo comes to live by them, they have tainus and they take him to a dintero. What was their taina? The taina was you're not makiras makaimcha. You're not makir that we're doing your chesed. You're saying I have a right to be here. No, no, that that already that that's already a chutzpah. That already that, that already deserves an dintero. So that, the, so the idea of Rama Avinu says I can act like I can be like a ger. I can if you'll act in a manner that's generous and giving to me, then I'll be like a ger. I'll be like a stranger, meaning I'll be grateful for everything you do for me. If you don't, I'm going to pull my trump card. I'm the real Taishav here, really, because the Rebbe has given me this land of Zanakha. So it's true the terminology is a stira mineube. It's, it's oxymoronic. The two things contradict one another, yet it makes sense over there. But what's, what's the pshad, ger v'taishav, over here? How does ger fit into the Indian of you can't have the land forever. You're a ger and a toyshav. Well, which one are you? Are you a ger or are you a toyshav? If you're a ger, I get it. You can't have it forever. It can't be yours. But if you're a toyshav, so how's that a beer? How's that a hezber in, in, in the pshat and yovel? What? In fact, the Ishbitzer makes it even worse because he says ger is an Indian of Shemitah and toyshav is an Indian of yovel. What, what does that mean? Well, we'll try to... We're trying to tease that idea out, but what there's a gear and there's social, and, and both of them are true. Uh, the next parsha, the next, um, this the next Indian 
that the Pasuk deals with um, immediately after that, which seems almost, um, it seems almost incidental that the Torah brings it down, is the Indian of, of, uh, of uh, Ainah, that you shouldn't sell something, um, you shouldn't sell something not at its right place, right? Not at its right place. Um, so, so you know, isha isha samita. You shouldn't, you shouldn't, you shouldn't, uh, you shouldn't oppress other people by overcharging them in a place or not. So I understand the makom for it in the six parasha because you have a concept of yovel, which means that you're going to own it for a maximum number of years. Comes that time, and it's not yours anymore. So. I can only sell it to you to feed the usage that you're going to get out of it. I shouldn't be selling it to you at a full price key who I'm selling it to you forever. There has to be a cheshman, a calculation within there that is, but Lamaisa is, the Indian of Ainoa, it doesn't really belong here. It's a, it belongs in one of the parishes, Mishpatim or Shaiftim, where it talks about in Yonei Chayshin Mishpat, it talks about Mecha Chomemkar and things like that. We're not discussing Mecha Chomemkar here. It's not, it's really, it's not really, it's Mokham. So why is the term, like, why is the punk stuck it, stick it in right over here? Because Agav, it comes up because a person can make a mistake in, in how many years he's going to, he's going to have the land for him and his hand on the land. It's, it's, it's kind of a, it's also a, a difficult thing to understand. One more, one more shverkite, um, one more sort of difficulty in the beginning of the parsha, or at least in the, in the parsha over here, is we find that there is a, there is a, um, there's a, there's a kind of. It seems almost like a suffix. When is yovel chal? When does yovel start? Right. Because one of one of the mitzvahs of yovel is that there are avadim, and the avadim go free during yovel. So the halacha is the way it works is that comes Rosh Hashanah. The avadim don't stop working. They don't. They don't do any more work. They're they're, they're done. They're, they're they're sitting there. They're doing nothing. But until Yom Kippur, until the shofar blast on Yom Kippur, they don't actually go free. They live in your house and you provide for them and you give to them. But until until Yom Kippur comes, you don't go. So so, so when's the chalais of yovel? Is it by Rosh Hashanah when they stop working, or is it Yom Kippur when they, when you blow the shofar when you when you blow the shofar? And now the Avadim go free, the Avadim go out. Which, which one is it? What, what? And if, if the Pshat is, it's both, or it's a Hemshech somehow, what's, what's the Indian? <laughs> what's the idea that there's like this break, that there's this Indian of like taking, like stopping to work and then staying, but, but yet you remain with Shubad, and then afterwards you go free. If you look, if you remember, if you think about it carefully, you find that there's a very similar idea by Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, come Chatzos Laila, they were basically free. The Shibud was over, it was broken by Chatzos Laila. But they didn't go out of Mitzrayim until the next morning. So what's, what's the, what's the, what's the Hezbra in that, in that idea? Like, why is it that, the, that there's, a, there's a break, that there's, a, that there's, a, there's, a, there's an ending, so to speak, to the Ga'avdus, and yet you're not free yet until later? Why, why, does it, why does it have to be that way? Why does it have to be a two-step process? Why does it have to be something that goes beyond, that, that's, that's something that picks, that picks his person up? Okay, so Rutzadik makes an interesting observation. Rutzadik Akayin makes an interesting observation. He says like this, that Chazal tell us that Kaddish Baruch is Makayma Yishalaylam. He's the Makayim of the Eilam. He's what gives the world space to exist. He gives it a place. But the world is not his place. He's not, 
He is the world, but he's not in the world. He is the world. He's the place. He's the space holder, so to speak, the, the Mokomer. Nefeshachayim talks about this on a very deep level in Shara Shargimel, what's called Shara Tzimtzum. He calls this concept, the concept of Tzimtzum. We're not going to go that mahal into, into, into this idea. We're going to explore this idea of Mokom, but the, but but Tzadok says like this. He says, "Kishem she'ein partzufeim shabbos." Just like no two people look alike, "Ein mukaylan shabbos." Each person has his own Mokom. Each person has the place where he's supposed to exist. He has a, he has a space that an expression of himself that, that of what it's supposed to be. So 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 each person has his. Mokum. The pshat, I think what the idea that the way of Lapiansi is Masbir, that this is what he's trying to say. The idea is that every person is born into the world and he has his oilam, he has his place in the world where he belongs. He has, you know, no object can exist without a space. It has to be somewhere. If it's not if it's not in its space, then it doesn't exist. Every person must exist in their own space. I need to have the space that is my space. Now, there's a, there's a misperception about this idea. And that is, we tend to think that we control what space we're in. I... I, I it's like, it's like I can go shopping and I can get more items. I can bring them into, I can make them a part of my space, a part of my world. I can, I can pick up other things and I can add them onto my existence. So we think of the space where we are, where I am right now, that space, it's up to me to define it. I define my space. So Mara tells a, tells a Maisa, I think it's really, I think it's really, Raza Ben Pedas was a very, very sickly person. He was a very, he had a person who had a lot of tsars. a lot of tsars. And the Gemara says one time, he went to a Mekizdam, went to somebody to a, to a blood letter, and, and, um, and the blood, and while he was there, he fainted, he fainted. You know, it's, the shadows, it's, a, it's a very draining experience. They take a lot of blood out of you, and, and he passed out. And he tried to eat a certain type of food that was supposed to give him strength, and it didn't work. So it was misspelled to the Rebbeinu that the Rebbeinu should give him a new makkah, a new space. The way the Gemara says it is, Hakadosh Baruch said to him, "I could go back and go back to Seder Brachis and be remasada the whole world, and Ulai, you'll come out in a different place than where you are now. Ulai, maybe you won't be in the same space where you are." But what, what the, the, the part is, every person's space. Every person's place in the world, every person's makom, where he is, he's only there. That that makom defines him. That makom said this. In order for there to be a bria, in order for there to be creation, in order for there to be a nivra that has a tachlis, that has a purpose, requires that that nivra has to be accomplishing something. In order to accomplish something, there must be some aspect, some element of chisara, of something being missing, something not being shown, right? In other words, if I want to think about what is my career, what is my career 
choice. What am I going to do with myself? So the only way I can express, I can become an expression of something is, is if I find something to do with myself where I am being mamale, I'm filling in some sort of a chisar. If, if I'm a physically strong person, I need to find a place where things need to be moved so that I can use my strength to fill that, to, 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 to change where things are, where they exist, so that they can exist in a different dimension. So I can, I can move them into a space that, that exists. My whole existence, my existence, my, the tachlis of my existence, the, the purpose of my existence is to exist in a world that is not perfect and to perfect that world. I mean, we know that that's, that's ultimately, that's the Adam Ein Laavaydes HaAdama means the, the world was chaser Avayda of Adam. Avayda, what do you say? Avayda means tefillah, means gishon, means, means cultivating the land, whatever. It was chaser, it was lacking in something and required an Adam to come and fill up, to be mamale, to fill in that chisar. Zerbarsham gives you your mako, means Zerbarsham puts you in a place where there's a unique chisar that you're supposed to be mamale. You're supposed to fill in that chisarn. That's what, that, that's what defines your makom. And each person's makom is unique to him because it's unique to him, to his strengths or her strengths and to their characters, characteristics and the traits that they have, that they can be mamale that makom. If you put them in another makom, they don't have the koichas, they don't have the, they don't have the, the place, they, they can't do anything in that space. They're not in their makom. In fact, if they're not in their makom, they cease to exist. If something doesn't have a makom, it can't, it can't function. The, the reality of makom is that you are, you are, you are, you are, you are not in the place where, where your, so your nefesh has its makom, where it's, it's the sviva that it's in is perfect for its own growth. You find by uh, Eoiv, right? It says by Eoiv that when HaKadosh Baruch started to bring Nisiyanus on him, so he gave him all sorts of tests. So initially, he's able to stand up to those tests, and and he stands strong, he stands strong, until the, the, the tests keep piling on him, and and until he gets like, Nagayim and is good. Like, he has all sorts of Nisiyanus. His children die, and he loses his Nakasim, and all sorts of terrible things happen to him. He stay remains strong. There's a very early the Rajan created until he gets nigei hagof, until he gets certain uh, mumin all over his body, gets these these uh, sores all over his body, and then at that point in time, Eiv is makalel. He's makalel the day that he's born. He's makalel the makom in which he came into the world. He's saying the the root of my existence should be something that that that's his that's his that's when he was kaifer beikar right. That's when that's when he becomes a he becomes a heretic when he becomes when he rejects. That the Rebbeinu knew what he was doing when he put him into the world. In this way, he's makalal the makom, the source of his existence, the place, the place where he came into existence. That's something that he that he wants to be mashana. He wants to be mashana. His whole mazel, the the that's I mean that's the whole Indian of when we say mashana makom, mashana mazel, mazel. What does it mean? Mashana makom means when you change the that what defines your existence. To a different one, so then the muzzle, the, the, the flow of spiritual energy that's unique to you to fill up that makom changes. I mean, that, that's the difference between we find two expressions. A person can have something that is tachas, that is underneath you, that's the exact space that you exist in. But your makom is, is the larger saviva around you, that's also a part of who you're supposed to be. And when you're in your makom, you are uniquely suited 
to filling that up, to making that, to make, to making that being able to express itself. Um, now, we find, right, that it says in it says in the svarim it says that that if you take the shame Hashem, take the shame Havaya, and you square every letter of the shame Havaya and add them together, then it equals the gematria of Makkah. Then if you take Yud and you square Yud and you take Hey and you square Hey, Vav and Hey, right, and you square each one of those and you add them together, it's the same as the gematria of Makkah. What does that mean? That means it's like this. Whenever you square something, I think we've talked about this before when we talked about Spirit of there. Whenever you square something, you're talking about what it is in its fullest expression of itself. When you multiply something on itself, you're talking about what, what that thing is in the fullest expression of itself. So that's what that's the Pshat and Sphere Simer. Sphere Simer is seven weeks of seven, meaning it's seven times seven, is a 49, is seven times seven means each level of those seven has seven components to it. And if you go through each one of the components within each component, then you, you've basically fleshed out the whole reality of what that is. That means that the Rebbe manifestation in the Bria, the way the Rebbe created the world, is that the world should be a manifestation of this idea of Makkum. In the same way as, as that, that's why when a person says, uh, when a person says, um, so what do you say? Or when a person says loses something, he loses a physical article, you say, That means, what's the expression of Makam? Why, why specifically the expression of Makam? That means within the context of this world, of where you are now, it, you can't fathom that reality, the loss that you've suffered. What's not there for you, it's not shy to, to, to wrap your head around it. It, it doesn't. It, it doesn't work. You feel. You feel like you're like everything you are has been shattered. So you say Hamakom. You say the Rebbeinu who is the Makom who defines what your space is supposed to be, who's the Metzias of your existence, is based upon that concept of Makom Yemalei He should fulfill. He should show you how your loss is can be can be can be replaced. He should be menachim you in in where you are because. Where you're, where you're holding right now, where you, in the world as we see it around us, we, we can't get around that. We can't, we can't function within it. Um, now, now the, the, the truth of the matter is that, that there's really two, there are two, two expressions of this idea. The, 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 the idea, as we've expressed it till now, is that the muckle is the place where you have the potential to fulfill your, or the place where you, the place where you can fulfill your potential. And, and you can look to see that maybe sometimes you want to change that makam. But be'etzem, the real hakara is, is to be makir, that within the makam where I am, that's the full expression of who I am. It's the makam itself defines what I am. Let's try, let's try to bring this out with the motion. Um, if a person works in a place that is messy, he doesn't like mess, he's a very neat, orderly kind of person, 
but he works in a place that is very messy. He works in a place where things are not clean. So, what? The Mitzvah is, he's not highly qualified, and this is the only place that's giving him a job. So he has to be soivo, the mess, because that's the mitzvah, that, that's, that's the place where he can function. So he has to make the best of what that is. That's, that's one level of, of how a person is functioning within this mess. There's something that's not here. Okay, I'll deal with it, but it remains like something that, that, that bothers me, right? If a person works for the sanitation department, right? His job is to work with garbage. So he can't say, the child is, when he's working with garbage, he's not going to say, I work in a smelly place and never it's a smelly place. The, the job is to be with smelly stuff. That's the job. It's, it's not agav, the job. It happens to be that the people that take care of the place, they don't take care of it well and there's a mess there. The, the job is the mess. That, that's, that's the whole metzius. That's the reality of what you really, where, of where you really are. So let, let, let's try to plug the, this idea of makom, of how, we, how we understand makom, back into the concepts of Shemitah and Yoga. Because in Shemitah and Yoga, we talk about Geula, that it's, it, which means that there's a Golos, which means that Golos means, Golos by definition means you're not in your makom. Golos to be Gola to a makom means to be outside of your makom. And Geula means to come back to your makom, to an expression of what your makom is. And yet the expression of makom as defined by Shemitah and by defiance, defined by Yodva are perhaps a little bit different. The expression of, of Shemitah, the expression of, of makom as defined by Shemitah is that each person has the place where he belongs and he's makir that the Rebbein gave him these opportunities, and he recognizes that he has a limited control over what it is that he can do within that makom. In other words, I'm here, but I'm here because the Rebbein put me here, and I accept what that is. So Shemitah, Shemitah mm-hmm. models itself after, or Shemitah is the macro macro expression of of Sheishanim Tizra Sadechav, Rashvi's Tishbois, Right is the macro of right? is is a Yomenucha. Shmias is the macro of what Shabbos is. What Shabbos is to the week, Shmias is to the is is to is the work that we do to find to define what we are. But at the end of the day, we have to be recognized. We have to come to a hakara, a certain expression of bitachon that the Rebbeinu put me where I'm supposed to be. And I'm going to be, whatever I'm going to have, it's going to be because the Rebbeinu want. that's what the Rebbeinu wants me to have. Sheish is Yom Tavad, I work, I'm constantly proactive. Yom Ashvi is Shabbat Shabbos, and I sit back and I, I, I look back and I reflect on that. I reflect on what it is that the Rebbeinu gave to me and that it's not mine anymore. Shemitah is, is six days you put in full effort, and on the seventh day, everybody eats the same thing. The behemoths eat from the same thing. The aniyim eat, the ashir eat. Everybody eats from all, all, everybody gets to be nana from the same thing. It's an expression of, I'm not in control. It's an expression of gear. 
Get what is ger? Ger means I'm a stranger. Stranger means what's 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 the what's the Indian of a ger? The pshat in a ger means I feel like I'm I'm outside of my comfort zone. I'm I'm not in the place where I can be pile what I want to be pile. Where I can do the things that I want to do. I have to be able to fit into something that's not necessarily me. I have to fit into. I have to do what it is that the Rebbeinu wants me to do. I have to be work in a messy place, right? And it's 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 not. It doesn't define. It's not what I sense as the definition of what it is, it's, it's simply, it's just recognizing that the makom that I have, if I wasn't in this makom, I wouldn't have anything, I would have no job, I wouldn't have a job, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have a tafka, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have a tafka, so I wouldn't be able to do anything. So I step back, Bashmias, the, the Indian of Shmias is stepping back to say that I'm not in control, I'm a ger, I'm a ger in this world, the Rebbe Shem gave me my makom, every Kishem Shem Parat I have my makom because that's where the Rebbe said I'm supposed to be. That's that's one level of recognizing. But when you reach the perfection of that, which is seven times seven, when you reach 49, when you reach a 49 level, you go into the 50th level, you get into Yobel, you get into the place where it is, it becomes to a much deeper hakara of what's actually going on, what the expression of makom really is. The Kotzka has a vart where he says, he says like this, the, the, the mission in Abbas, famous mission in Abbas, says, says like this, it says, um, um, the, it says, Al Yoimar, a person shouldn't say, eshne. when I have time, then I'll learn. Because maybe you never will have time. So there's a lot of different pshatim in what that is, but this pashat pshat, kishemah means, Maybe, maybe either you'll drop dead before you get a chance, or maybe you'll never get a chance to retire. Maybe you never will have that opportunity to sit back. Maybe you never will have the luxury of extra time. So, so don't say, when I have time, then I'll learn, because you may never have time. You may never come to that place of, of having time. Kutzka says it much sharper. The Kutzka says, a person shouldn't say, that I'm the person who, when I have free time, then I'll learn. Maybe you weren't created to be a person who has free time. Maybe your makom in the world is a makom of a person who's always busy. Your teva is, is, maybe you're not a free time kind of person. You never have free time because whenever you have free time, you find something else to fill it in with. Not because maybe you won't get the opportunity to have free time, but because maybe because the nature of you, of what you accomplish in the world is never accomplished in your free time. It's always accomplished when you're busy. Shema Pane. Maybe you will never not be busy because that's not your nature. You never become that kind of person. The concept of Yoval means, right, means that, means it's like this. The, the, the concept of Yoval is that, that it's a complete release of everything that there is. It's means, means if you sell the karka forever, it's tzmisus, it will shrivel up and die. It will become tzome, it will become something that will be withered away. It won't be able to express itself because it won't be in its makam, in its shurish, in its place where it belongs. It won't be the sanitation worker. You are not, you're not a person who, you, you, a person has to, it's, 
It's get the Saishama. That's the Taisha aspect of it. This is where I belong. This is what the Rivasham wants me to be. The Rivasham wants me to be in the Makam where I am, not because I have no control over changing it, but because that's the best place for me to be what I can have, whatever I can be. That's the place where I can maximize the expression of my own existence. The expression of my own reality comes about through the concept of what that is. That's what Yovel, that's what that's what Yovel really is all about. Yovel is about recognizing that this is the ideal place where I belong. This is where things things have specific makom with they're never going away from there. It's it's a mitzias of, of what that is. So you know it's 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 like it's like that break that is the recognition right that there is a gaula there's a way to step out of yourself to be to be yourself um and to know that whatever concerns there are that's what allows my very existence that's what allows me to be what I what I need to be it's like it's like this if I give you directions to go somewhere, right? So, and it's a place that you've never been to before. So you follow directions. And when you get to the destination, I'll give you a landmark to be able to recognize that you have now arrived at your destination. You know, that has a, a green door, right? The house that has a green door, you're going to go right, and then you're going to walk three blocks, and you're going to turn left, and you're going to see this store on the corner and the gas station across the street, and then you're going to turn, that's going to tell you that you're in the right place. Then you know you go down this, the second alley over there, and in the corner of the alley, there's a little fire hydrant. And when you get to the house that has a blue door or a green door, now you've re- reached your destination. So the, the door itself also has simonim that tell me where, so that I know where I am. When I'm going home, when I'm going back to my house, and I don't know where I'm going, Right until somebody tells, points me in the right direction, puts me on the right block. When I go to home, I know that I'm home. I don't need a simon to recognize my house. My house just is. This is the shot. We don't count. You know, it says Sheva Shabbos to me was to right seven weeks. Hamishim Yom Tisbar. You have to count fifty days of stress on you. Why don't we count the fiftieth day? Why don't why why are we not counting the fiftieth day? The Torah says count fifty days. But when I'm counting, I'm on the way to a destination. I'm on the way to a destination. I need tziyunim. I need markers to tell me how to get to that destination. So I have to count each day. When I get there, if you reach the madrega of what you're supposed to reach through the seven weeks of Shabbat through the expression of the fullness of, like we spoke about, when you square something and you express the reality so that it's the fullness of what it is, when you arrive, you, you'll know you're there. There's no reason to count it anymore. You don't need a green door to mark your destination. You know what home looks like. When you're home, you're there. You don't need a, you don't, a sphera is a marker. It tells me, I'm up to this point, I'm up to this point, I'm up to this point. Now, when I get to that last point, I'm not marking a point that, that I've, I've, I have arrived. I'm home. Yoibul is that expression. That's why it's, that's why it's an meaning of toishav. It's an meaning of you are in the place where you're supposed to be. The ge'ula happens. That means it's not a loss. This person's gain and this person's loss. 
this is the pshat. The pshat is the gula is that it goes back to its makar, it goes back to its source, it goes back to where exactly it fits in in the bria, where exactly it fits in in creation. That's the reality of what 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 I wanted to express. It, it's expressing the fullness of what it is. That's what yovel is. That's the the, the, the concept of yovel is that that it has to be. You have to be yovel makayim v'shalom. You have to come completely to where to where to where you're supposed to be. That's the fullest expression of makom. The avadim have to leave the avdus behind, and only after they've left the avdus behind can they come to be makir. They're makom. They're chayrus. They continue to be to be to be redeemed. It's not enough. In other words, you need the sign points up until the point where there's no longer a, there's no longer a, ga- a golus. There's no longer an avdus. The avdus has to end, and then you can enter into the gula. There has to be a veheresi. There has to be an, an, another expression. The whole idea that we say in our tefilos on, on Yom Tovim that we say that you know that, that um, now that we're, we're we're not in the makom where we're supposed to be. Right, that there's nechav a beisim, that we don't have a beis we don't have korbanos. We're not in our makom, so that means we're not in our makom. We can't express the fullness of what we're supposed to be. There's a chisarn of we're not in the place where we can plug the things in that need to be plugged in. We can't change what what there is in the world, and that's the inyan of Ainoa as well. That's that, that's significant over here. The the, the pshat in the in Ainoa in this parsha in the in the that a person put the, the it's you have to be you have to you can't deprive a person of the hecker or the recognition of where the makom is supposed to be because the it's not just the pshat that the makom that I'm not in control of my makom and if I if, and as long as long as I wrestle with what whatever I'm given with then I'll be successful it's more than that I have to come to live with that the makom defines who I am I don't I don't look at the makom as the chisarn of the makom, the, the, what's lacking in the makom is out of my control, and therefore I have to, I have to live with it. It's the chisarn of the makom is the, is the expression of my own metzius. That's the expression of my own reality. It's my own self-definition. If this defines me, this makes me into the person that I want to be. This is what transforms me. This is what allows me to express myself in the fullest. That's who makayma shalalam. That's what it means. The Yubarsham is makayma shalalam. The has the, the perfection of what the world is supposed to mean means in, in within where I exist with Chisaron, that's the Rebbe expression of Makom for the world. That's the Rebbe expression of Makom that allows me to be something so that I can, so that I can, so that I can become that, that definition. Um, there's a, that, that, that's the entirety of our reality and that's the expression of Shavuos as well. Again, it's the same way as it's the expression of of the fiftieth year of Yovel, and then now that the, the Yovel doesn't, there's no tzion for it. it. It's an expression. It's a flowering of a reality. That's what Shuas is supposed to be at the end of Sirasaima. You go through the fullest expression of what that is. You arrive at the makom which is Shuas. You arrive at the makom which is which is which is the expression of of the fiftieth day, the, the expression of of the entire reality. That has to be our goal. That what what, what we're what we're striving for. It's not, it's not, like the Kotzka says, Shema Leitzi Maybe you are not, you have to live with the fact that you're a person that lives this way. This is who you are. This defines you. 
Don't look for something else. You're making the space, the makom, the, the best of your makom means an expression of your makom because it's an expression of ge'ula. It's an expression of things returning to the place where they belong. That's where we are. That's where we exist. That's where we, we feel the fullness, the, for the, the fullness of our expression and of our own potential of what we can ultimately become. Okay. Thank you. Okay, good job, everybody. Hello.